0: Hello, welcome back to Sextras, where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey, and I'm an Aquarius. I'm Maria, and I'm a Taurus. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Let us know if we're stereotypical Taurus is an Aquarius. <laughs> In the
0: comments <laughs> below. <laughs> <laughs> Except there are all no comments. <laughs> Yeah, but you can leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts
1: or Podchaser. So make sure you do that and tell all your
0: friends to listen and leave reviews. And make sure you subscribe so you get to hear our amazingly fun facts every single week. It's the (laughs) highlight of the episode and you can't deny it. (laughs) of course how else will you get to know us (laughs) our fun facts are just so interesting we're gonna have to start coming up with like other people's facts just so they're more fun because we're just running out we're really running out (laughs) okay well this week we are talking about long distance relationships Woohoo! and we're gonna play a little game of how far is too far (laughs) when we asked you guys what some of the ridiculous things you have done for love are or the furthest you have gone for love or for a shag. And we're going to tell you what we think about if it's too far or not far enough or just right.
1: (laughs) So, first one. Snuck in through the window for a shag. Yeah. Classic. Nah, you're good. <laughs> Not too far. <laughs> Not, far but I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Not far enough. Not
0: far enough. It depends how high, how high the window is. You know. Yeah, was it like first floor or was it third floor? You know.
1: Yeah. Because then I guess like yeah, good, good job. You know, you went far enough.
0: Yeah, but I mean, would I do
1: it? I would.
0: Uh... I don't really like climbing. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> okay. i not well, very skilled. Yeah. I feel like this is, this is good. You're good. You're good. Okay. Next one. Travelled halfway across the world. Cute. This is very far. Far enough. <laughs> Definitely yeah. far
1: enough. I mean, would I do it? I guess I would
0: i mean yeah, yeah i would do this I would. I would definitely do
1: this oh would you would you definitely do this honey except
0: i can't because <laughs> trump fucked it up for me so so cute well, I mean, love more that man. covid covid fucked it up for you i mean yeah covid fucked it up for me but like why is the travel ban still in place he's actually stupid he just put the travel ban and he was like oh that was enough to stop covid but it's not <laughs> Not far enough, Trump.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Snuck out of a hotel on a school trip in year 10 to meet some sexy Italian boys and ruined my ankle jumping out the window.
0: (laughs) I feel like anything that involves injury is far enough. And windows. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think... I I'm a bit scared of the
1: jumping out the window like how high was the window
0: yeah why are you jumping like be careful (laughs) don't risk your life for sex sweetie (laughs) especially if you're in year 10 like it's not even gonna be good some people are really (laughs) into that though like they love the adrenaline they love the chase it's all part of the experience Got a guy's rehearsal call sheet for a play he was in so we could casually run into each other. (laughs) I mean, I feel like this is quite like regular kind of creepy gal things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I remember when I really liked this girl at school and uh, and I was like trying to find out all of her lessons so I could do like a timetable of all her yeah. lessons and where she was at like all day. yeah I feel
0: like <laughs> to find out where someone is you do just have to be a bit creepy but it's not like bad intentioned <laughs> or anything so I feel like it's fine like it's not too far <laughs> I would say yeah I think that's so but funny. then I think it depends on what you do when you run into each other that makes it too far you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: about creating opportunities for yourself yeah you true know?
0: giving yourself a
1: shot at shooting you're your just job. being
0: crafty <laughs>
1: someone else said sucked someone's toes delicious
0: uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it depends Embrace how much your you fetishes feet. <laughs> I feel like this depends on the person I really don't dislike feet that much so
1: I mean, I would kind of know- want to know the situation. If it's like someone has a foot fetish and the only way that they would fuck you, if you- is if you involve their feet in it too. I mean, that's I mean, I feel far. like no one's out there like, being that's like, kind of like I'll shoving your king
0: with you if you do my kink. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> but maybe they are.
1: Um, snuck out of my house and taken my doorknob off so no one could get into my room that's like even sneaking out of the house to me it's like taking a little like you know taking that risk you're already like putting yourself on the line just for a shag yeah. but like this is this is kind of like going the next level like it's quite it's a lot smarter take the doorknob off no one can come in but i mean it's like commitment you're really like going for it's it it's risky you know? as
0: fuck i've never snuck out of the house but yeah i can't relate basically so yeah For me, this is, like, I do get if you have strict parents, it's kind of a big thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's clever to take the doorknob off. Here's some
0: tips and tricks. (laughs) Okay, so, do you think this is too far?
1: No, I don't think it's too far.
0: Okay. Someone else said, paid over £50 for Ubers to shag people an hour and a half away from my house. I mean, yeah. Was it 50 pounds there and back? Like, that's ridiculous. 50 pounds both ways, even that is a lot, you know? Like, 25 pounds both yeah, ways. Yeah,
1: even that is a lot. Or
0: maybe like 20 pounds one way, 30 pounds the other. <laughs> With Serge. Um, or it could be. <laughs> <laughs> or 10 and 40. Um, or 5 and 45.
1: I think it's too far. I think going an hour and a half away is too far. Yeah, an hour and a half it's is so just far. Like, find someone closer. I mean, says you that goes like to the other side of the world for a shag.
0: I mean, I didn't go there <laughs> for a shag. I went there for my <laughs> study abroad. <laughs> What do you mean?
1: <laughs> Actually, it says, me, it says to me that I went to Paris for like three days
0: yes. just because I couldn't hack it. Yeah, exactly. says you. <laughs> but, I mean, I feel like if it's last resort, then yeah, fine. Like, if you have no one else to shag. But if you have other options, don't be going an hour and a half. And there's always other options. You just have to find them.
1: Yeah, I mean... Like, have I done it? I probably have. But would I do it again... No. I mean, would I? Probably
0: yes, but like. <laughs> I mean, no, I would never go to would the other side it? of London for a shag. Like, that's just so far. It's so far. I feel like I Actually, would. Actually, no, I have like, done that. I'm completely lying. Yeah, but
1: desperate. T- exactly. Desperate times call for desperate times. I was thinking, would I go all like... the way
0: to like East London for a shag? And no, but I've been to North London, so maybe that's just as far. But you know, Hampstead is like 10 miles, so that's kind of far. Yeah, just. Either way, it's too too far. far. Anyway. (laughs) Gone to a trap house of a drug
1: dealer and shagged in the disgusting bathroom or in front of some random sleeping
0: guy. (laughs) I mean, everything about this is too far. The trap house, the drug dealer, the disgusting bathroom, and in front of someone. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I think, I, I feel like I would just
1: feel unsafe. I'm not saying that all drug dealers are, like, bad people, because I'm sure they're not. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like I would feel scared. Fair.
0: <laughs>
1: but I'm scared of everything. So. I thought you are
0: scared of nothing.
1: Yeah, I'm not scared of, like, spiders and things like that, but, like,
0: I am scared of, like, walking home at night yeah that's fair but what girl isn't scared of so, walking home at night no one yeah but that's what i mean like i'm scared
1: of things like getting kidnapped and raped and killed and like those kinds of things but i'm not really scared of like spiders or the dark yeah you
0: know? okay fair but i think those are reasonable things more fun facts for yeah, you guys which is really <laughs> bashing them out today you're so lucky yeah <laughs> okay so yeah too far i think is the conclusion <laughs> someone else said gotten into a stranger's car when he asked for my number um too yeah far. too far just don't don't put yourself in don't unsafe get into strangers situations, cars you know it's not a good idea
1: cheated on someone
0: this is an interesting start deep yeah, deep. I mean,
1: I guess, like, that is, like, doing something dumb for a shot. Like, you're putting you your know know relationship
0: I mean? on the line. <sighs> this is heavy shit. <sighs> yeah. Too far. Yeah. There's no case where this could Definitely be... Definitely too far. Not far enough. Except there are those people that are like, you but- don't own the person you're in a relationship with. Like, I'm, I don't know. I think we should do an episode on yeah, cheating. But- yeah, but if you... And discuss this in greater detail.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I think we definitely should do an episode on cheating. And also, I was just going to say, what if they meant, like, okay, what if it's cheated on someone, but they did it for love? Mm, not yeah, for a shack. So they cheated, but, like, it's because, like, they were falling for someone else. But then again, like, you don't have yeah, to true. cheat.
0: You still you don't, just have don't have to have cheat. To. It is just too far. I mean, but mm. also people are but imperfect, anyway. so you know
1: yeah i mean i don't think that it's like the worst thing as in like it is pretty bad but people make mistakes and not everyone's perfect and like people get carried yeah. away and shit like that i know, i understand that but anyway we can do a whole episode on cheating but yeah too okay. far
0: someone else said went to church every sunday for a girl this is ridiculous like that is a lot <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous i love how this is the one i thought most strongly about out of all of them absolutely yeah. no i mean i feel like
1: i wouldn't do it but i don't think it's too far because i think that if you're someone that doesn't have a strong stance on, on religion i feel like we have kind of a strong
0: Yeah. Stance
1: and like we're not like we're not against religion, but like we're just not really the kind of people that would be interested in people that took religion really seriously. I just because it just wouldn't wouldn't be a compatible like we just wouldn't like,
0: regardless of if it's a church or like any religion, like I wouldn't, I just don't think I could overlook that fundamental difference. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Mm. But there's yeah,
1: but then there's people that are really religious that like they wouldn't be with someone that wouldn't take part in their faith which i also understand but it's just like not the kind of person i would ever date and i'm sure they wouldn't want to date me so i mean like kudos to this person but i do i don't know uh remember when he came to church with my yeah family. i was
0: gonna say literally the only time i've ever been to church is with your family ever <laughs> i did that for you you did it for me yeah. you should feel you did so it for blessed me. and honored I just love you so much <laughs> that I went to church with you. I do feel blessed. It was such a <laughs> surreal experience. We weren't even, like, we had just become friends as well. Like, it wasn't like... Yeah, we weren't that close. <laughs> yeah, and I literally had met your family maybe, like, twice. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> why did you come? You should have I know, just I could have just la- I don't know why I didn't just leave. <laughs> i don't know to be honest but yeah <laughs> but actually in <laughs> sex in the city the very factual tv show oh yeah charlotte uh, yeah. goes to church for tree and then look how that turned out no it's not church is it synagogue no it's church it's presbyterian or well, she is presbyterian and he's something else anyway either way she goes to church for him and then it all goes to shit, because then he, like, takes baths in the same room as his mum, who's called Bunny, which is a sick name. But it's just <laughs> weird as fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, I think everyone should take sex and the city's <laughs> advice and not do this.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, like, pick up, a, like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to, like, take part in a, like in someone else's faith I don't think I don't think I could date someone that's super religious I, I think I could date someone that's religious and like even that practices it but as long as they don't really care about the way yeah. I live my life like it doesn't they don't think less of me or anything like that or like it's not like basically the main part of their life because I just I couldn't
0: yeah I that's couldn't. fair I mean maybe it's kind of because hypocritical, we wouldn't see eye to eye though, because like there are things that I do feel really strongly about, like, politics, that I do, like, push on my boyfriend, but, I mean, is that different? No, but I, I think that pushing things
1: on people isn't, like, necessary. the thing is, like, I wouldn't want to date someone that's pushing religion on me, I just wouldn't even put myself in that position, because I just don't, like, it's not interesting, whereas, like, politics or something like that, it's kind of different, like.
0: Yeah, it does affect <clears throat> your day-to-day life, like, it affects everything <sighs> to do with your life so does religion though like if you if you're really religious yeah but i think or like even if you're slightly religious like faith is everything yeah to yeah yeah sometime. no i completely get what you mean but i mean politics affects like every single aspect of your life like it affects the schools you can go to the food you can buy your protection in the world like all of those kinds of things whereas i do completely get that people's lives are like wrapped around religion, but I feel like it it is very much a personal choice and a personal belief, rather I'm not I'm not i I'm not trying to like invalidate that people believe in God and people really think that like God is real. But I mean maybe I'm just digging myself into a hole. But I think you can't (laughs) ignore the fact that politics has an impact on your life even if you're one of those people that says our oh, politics doesn't affect me you you're just lying because it does i think it's just about like what you think is
1: important you want to want to date someone that doesn't care about politics and that like you couldn't talk about it with and someone that is really religious probably wouldn't want to date you yeah because you don't care about religion yeah exactly so it's i think it's just about like what your priorities and their priorities are so i don't know i don't think it's too far but i think you do
0: (laughs) i think it's quite far it's not the most far but i like i can understand why someone would do it but personally this is too far for me fair enough um gone to complete strangers houses
1: whose names i don't even know i mean yeah isn't this kind of what one night stands are Mm. yeah i mean i don't think it's too far but like when you kind of start to think about it like it is a bit dark. Yeah, I mean, you he hear so many horror stories. <laughs> like, it sounds kind of dangerous. Like you should probably find out their name, yeah, just in case
0: but... something bad happens, you know? Kind of a safety net. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, I don't think this is too far. Just be safe. Mm. Someone else said, got into fights with my friends. Yeah, I can relate to this. Um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like... Uh, I don't think it's too far. I don't think I don't it's, think too, it's far. too far either. Like, Sometimes your friend doesn't get on with your partner and that's okay and maybe they disagree with certain aspects and I feel like no one should be digging too far into something that isn't there business unless they're really just looking out for you so
1: yeah i mean i feel like if you're fighting with your friends like for love like you're fighting for your relationship and then you're fighting for your friendships if you get into it's like yeah like if it's a constant thing do you know what i mean it just like shows that you care um but yeah i do think yeah i think that it can be really bad if like let's say it's like a problem of it's either your relationship or your friends because it's so fundamentally like it's causing so much tension and so many problems and all of yeah. this stuff. And it's different, but
0: yeah, I don't think. Yeah, well, pop- you can listen to our episode on this. You got to get with my friends and hear more about our thoughts on mixing friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. Next one
1: flew six thousand kilometers away.
0: Yeah no
1: is this for a shag is it for love
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god for a shag it's like a little bit yeah unless you're like super rich and you don't care about the planet
1: (laughs) (laughs) for love I feel like it's not it's it's fine
0: it's not too far someone asked does saying you love them count this person's Damaged. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's like, you said you love them for a shower. Oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, that also makes them damaged. Like, me, <laughs> fucked up. That's so deep.
1: That's so deep. Or if it's like, you say you love them for love. That's kind of sad. That one's kind of sad, because then it's like, oh, like, you don't...
0: I don't know. Both are, like, manipulative, yeah. and both are kind of sad. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Don't tell someone you love them just because you want to shag them. Like, that's not cool. Don't be playing with people's <laughs> feelings just to fuck them. Like, please, please. It's so unnecessary. What if you say accidentally during sex? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, if you say it accidentally, obviously that's a different thing. But planning in your head, oh, I'm going to say I love them so then they'll sleep with me. is very different. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well that concludes too far our (laughs) stories for how far is too far thanks for playing guys let us know if you enjoyed this segment and if there's any other kind of segments you want to see or if you want us to bring any other segments that we've already done back and yeah we just want to do what you guys enjoy listening to so we'd love to hear your feedback
1: yes and thank you so much for your submissions we like love reading Yeah, it's so
0: entertaining to us this is why we started this podcast because we (laughs) want it to be interactive and we want to hear everyone's stories Okay. So going back to the topic of the week, we asked you guys in a poll on Instagram whether you would be in a long distance relationship. And we had some very interesting results, didn't we, Maria?
1: Yes, we, we had a pretty surprising results, I would say. Basically the result, it was 50-50. But literally at the start of the poll when the poll just went up, it was a hundred zero for a while and then it was like always on the definitely no yeah I kind
0: of expected it to be definitely no yeah I thought that it
1: would be at least a little bit of a majority no
0: because I feel like life is crazy (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're just hit with all these unexpected moments first the pandemic (laughs) now this poll (laughs) how will we (laughs) go? (laughs)
1: maybe we're kind of pessimistic though like i feel like it's not that because okay well
0: let's let's unpack this then because (laughs) i feel like you wouldn't say that you want to be in a long distance relationship unless you're in a situation where you're kind of just forced into one you know like no one's really sitting at home thinking oh you know i'd really love i'm gonna find someone like halfway across the world i feel like there are people like that but i can't see
1: you know what, I feel like there I mean, are yeah, people maybe. like that. But um, yeah, maybe. no, true. Well, this is what someone said. They said, I think it's easy to say you wouldn't until you're in love with someone who has to live far away from you, which I just think that like perfectly sums it up. I think that rings true to a lot of people. Yeah. I think that there are people that are a definite no forever, but like I do think if you fall in love with someone and then it just so happens that you have to live far away, most of those times i'm sure you'll choose them like if you love them enough or or not enough because i don't think that not staying with someone because of long distance (laughs) doesn't mean you don't love them enough but i do think that yeah people are willing to make bigger sacrifices for like something that's really great or whatever
0: yeah i kind of wouldn't go into a long distance relationship i don't think if i wasn't in love with them already Mm. like I just don't see that as a like. How can you make it work? I just don't know how that would work. But yeah. to the people that do make it work, like good job. I mean, I think that if you, like, what if you really
1: you meet someone and you really like them? Like, I I've been thinking about this. I'm just kind of like, what if I really liked someone, and I just met them or whatever? Would I really go on this long distance relationship? I guess you can just. Give everything a go, like I don't know. I would give pretty much everything a go, but I don't mm, yeah, particularly I think it would work for me necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> um, Can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, should we read some of the other things uh people said?
0: Yeah, okay. So someone said never again. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like you are kind of scarred if it doesn't work out like it was just kind of a waste of time maybe like i would think that Mm. but yeah (laughs) you learn a lot you learn a lot of valuable skills from a long distance relationship like you learn a lot of trust and a lot of communication but we're gonna get into that a bit later Mm. yeah someone
1: sent us their like little long distance story They said I think long distance is so frowned upon and people are so scared of it like I was too. I was initially against it but then I realized it's my only option. Covid is the reason I'm in a long distance relationship since March. Then my partner got a job that requires traveling all the time. In contrast to what I thought it was going to be like it's actually the best relationship I've ever been in and the long distance part doesn't affect me that much. It makes it so much more exciting when we see each other. It makes phone calls and texts more meaningful. It just makes us value the relationship and any contact we have so much more. Long distance has also been great because we can surprise one another by turning up or flying in without letting them know, sending presents, etc. Hopefully I won't be in a long distance relationship forever, but these last few months have changed my perspective on it forever.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's so Yeah, I kind of like what she's saying, like she won't be in a long distance relationship forever because you don't go into a long distance relationship expecting it's going to be forever and I think that's what people forget when they think about or when they thought about the question that we asked Mm. like it's not a long term solution hopefully like hopefully it's just a temporary thing Mm. and it's kind of a way of bridging the gap between those periods of when you can be together so I think it's yeah it's difficult but Like she said you know you have a lot of different ways of contact it's just a different kind of relationship it's not any less valuable I don't think.
1: I think I like that she was basically saying that it makes it more valuable in a sense like just the time they spend together blah 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 but we're gonna get into that too.
0: (laughs) yes someone else wrote i was in one for almost two years it was so toxic all he really did was bring me down i think long distance is more than achievable but my ex was just an asshole (laughs) i kind of regret spending my first year of uni with such a prick but you live and you learn i guess (laughs) yeah i think this is quite an common issue that people have is that when they go to uni like you've maybe been dating someone for like a year or a couple of years and then all of a sudden you go to uni and then it's like so new and it's so different having to deal with that new environment and then also being in a long distance relationship and I feel like that can cause a lot of problems especially if your ex is an arsehole (laughs) doesn't help but (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I really feel for you. <laughs> when I went to university, I was like, I just don't understand the people that can go to university with a boyfriend. And then I met like three people in the first week. They were like, Yeah, I have my boyfriend. I still have a boyfriend. Like, he goes somewhere else. And I'm like, Okay, well, <laughs> why? Why are you doing this to yourself?
1: Yeah, it sounds kind of crazy to me. Like, I don't think if even as a fresher, I wouldn't have wanted to date someone that was still in school because you're just in a different stage of life. So I just feel like it would make this weird dynamic between us. I don't know. I just don't or think... even if
0: you're not at school, like if they're at another uni. Yeah, 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 no. I
1: but like I'm saying for me, I just that's why I don't like dating people that are older or younger because I don't like feeling like we're not in the same. In the same
0: level, <laughs> you know. I don't know. Yeah, but that's not really about I long distance. You. Sorry. <laughs> that's just something about Maria yeah some
1: more just another fun fact I know you guys (laughs) love the facts about me
0: (laughs) this whole podcast is actually just an excuse for us to just say our own fun facts you know we just we don't actually care about sex and relationships we just want to talk about ourselves (laughs) someone else also said I never was a fan of
1: distance but I met my current boyfriend and we just loved each other so much we we made it work at first we saw each other on weekends because I lived an hour and a half away, my boyfriend was deployed for six and a half months. It was really hard at times, and we tried to FaceTime when we could. FaceTime, sex, and connection was honestly key. As weird as that sounds, when he got back, we once he got back, we couldn't take the distance anymore, and we moved in together.
0: Oh, that's so cute. So cute. This makes me so happy that it was like successful because <laughs> you know, like sometimes, because I'm in a long distance relationship. In case people don't already know this. And, like, sometimes I think it is easy to kind of get in your head and be like, oh, like, it's not going to work out. Like, this is all for nothing. Like, what if he goes back there and decides he doesn't want to be with me and then, like, I can't even say goodbye, you know, because we're so far away, blah, blah, blah. But, like, it's so nice to hear that they moved Mm. in together. It's a nice, happy, positive story. So I think it's it's nice to know for people that are in a long-distance relationship that there is a positive end. Mm Mm-hmm insight on that note honey (laughs) would you like to tell us
1: a little your little story like summarize yeah
0: so okay so this is for our new listeners but I did the study abroad in America last year in my second year of uni and in my first week I met this boy he was like oh let me show you around blah, blah 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 and I had kind of witnessed what American dating culture was like by this point, even though it was a few days in, which blew my mind because all these people that I had literally met like two days before suddenly had boyfriends. And that's kind of what the dating culture mm. is like. like. It's very intense. It's all very sudden, kind of on and off. You don't know what's happening. Like I just couldn't Absolutely keep up. Mental. Maybe it was just the people that I was hanging out with. And maybe it's not everyone in America, so I'm generalizing. And if I am, I'm sorry But that. <laughs> So I met this guy and he was like yeah let me show you around and I was like sure I gave him my Snapchat and we were like texting and Snapchatting for a couple of weeks but I was kind of like I was busy and I was there for school and I had made all these new friends so I kind of just it wasn't my main priority I was kind of like Mm. oh I don't know if this is something that I want to get into but then I was like oh you know what might as well just see what happens even if it's like nothing serious at least maybe like I'll have a little bit of a shag <laughs> like we'll be friends you know kind of would be nice so I was like yeah fine went on a date with him which is gonna be like nearly a year when this episode comes out which is like oh my god congratulations crazy. but <laughs> Yeah, so I think our first date was on like the 8th of October, and this is coming out on the 6th. So. Everyone wish Honey a happy anniversary on the 8th of October, guys. (laughs) Yeah, so then obviously after my three months was up we had spent all this time together like after our first date pretty much we spent all our time together and we told each other we loved each other and all this stuff we were kind of very attached like saw each other every single day spent as much time as possible together and then I had to leave and I literally cried the whole way home I took a tincture of like weed oil before I got on the flight and I took a melatonin and I was like knocked out for the whole flight but I still cried the whole way and then as soon as I got off the plane I cried when I was in the like cab with my mom (laughs) and then I cried for like three weeks I was so sad so then I was meant to go see him in March but then guess what happened COVID so (laughs) then it was seven months without us seeing each other. He was also meant to come here in June but then his flight got cancelled too and then obviously I couldn't go there because Trump put the travel ban in place. So it was seven months of not seeing each other and that was just unlike anything else that like I don't think I'll ever have to experience that ever again. I'm going to do everything I can to make sure I never have to experience (laughs) that again because I think that it really just aggravated a lot of things in our relationship and we had only really known each other for like two and a half months so yeah it's not like we knew each other well enough to kind of negotiate communication in the best way and i think all the components of our relationship were just really aggravated the longer time went on the the harder it got really mm-hmm. but then he came here in july finally for like two and a half months and he just left a week ago and that was equally as difficult as the first time I had mm. to say goodbye. Like, probably maybe harder. But that is my experience <laughs> with long distance. He lives in LA. I live here. It's like 5,000 miles and an eight-hour time difference. And, yeah, it, it actually does get easier. So I would say that that is a little tip that I have <laughs> for people. Anyway, that's my story. <laughs> What about you? Well, I don't know. I always... (laughs) Every
1: time I have, like, a long-distance relationship problem or, like, complaint, I feel really bad saying it because, like, it's so little in comparison to what you (laughs) experience and I feel like such a baby. But, like, basically, my relationship is... We met at uni and he lives in Paris and I live in London when we're not at uni and we go to uni in Bristol. So... So we met in first year and we were in the same hall. So basically lived in the same place. As in my room was like 10 steps from his room. (laughs) Uh,
0: Short distance relationship. Yeah, that was a pretty short
1: distance (laughs) relationship. Um, But yeah, so we basically lived together off the bat kind of vibes. As in we were always around each other. But then there was this whole thing of like, he lives in Paris, I live in London. So any anytime that it wasn't term time, so any holidays, anything like that, he would go to Paris, I would go to London. And that's just like how it was. And it's never, it was never like huge periods of time, of time or anything because also in the summer, I mean, if you go to uni in the UK, you know, we have like a four month long summer. So <laughs> like that would be a bit rough if I didn't see him for four months, like every, at the end of every school year, but... We see each other in summer, obviously, because we are dating and we want to spend time with each other. <laughs> so we ma- try to That's make that nice. happen. But like, the thing that I find hard is that we go from living together and spending every second together to not seeing each other for like a month time mm. or three weeks time or a couple weeks time, which doesn't sound like that much, but it is, it's like so extreme because also because we do the norm quote unquote is to be together then when he does go away it's not like we're not talking every day and like not it's not we don't treat it as though we're in a long distance relationship it's just more of like oh this is like his time and he's kind of getting on with his shit that he can't do when he's with me because it's in a different country <laughs> and then yeah she's like that, that's
0: his home as well yeah
1: and i do understand it and i really like I don't want to invade on his space and stuff and I want to I want him to enjoy that time and like be able to do everything that he wants to do and see all the people that he doesn't get to see because I get to see him all the time. But then again, it's really shit for me because I go from like so much to nothing or like so little yeah. Uh, in this like quote-unquote long-distance period but then also we talked about this whole long-distance thing and he thinks that Paris London is not a long-distance relationship so
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean it is like the same distance from London to uni as it is from London to Paris like the same time not distance
1: (laughs) yeah I mean I do (laughs) I do agree there's so many elements that I will never as in like we can easily see each other either way because it's not Mm. hard to get to Paris from London and we don't have a time difference, like a huge time difference. So that doesn't affect us. So a lot of I would agree that like I'm not really in a long distance relationship, but I just get those like bursts of long distance. So that's the only like stuff I can contribute, really. <laughs> and I can like say stuff that helps yeah. when we're
0: not together. But like I wouldn't say I'm an expert. <laughs> but I would say that you are still in like a long distance relationship because I kind of would categorize anything that isn't living together or like living in the same city as long distance really especially with people who go to uni like you're not really long distance but you still can't see each other every day or even once a week so I think that's kind of difficult yeah like when you're apart
1: yeah that's kind of what I was saying like if it was if I was seeing him like every weekend to me that's still like that's a bit weird like why wouldn't I see him more <laughs> you know what i mean so (laughs) but to him i think he's like oh no if you're seeing each other that regularly like whatever you know but so we obviously differ (laughs) our opinions differ
0: okay yeah so should we get into the cons of what we think the cons of a long distance relationship are first because we wanted to end on like a positive note so Mm. we'll we'll say the cons first and i feel like we'll probably be complaining for longer than (laughs) saying the positives because that's just kind of how
1: it goes we can say the cons and then like as we go we can give tips on how to make that con better quote unquote
0: okay so i feel like what you were saying is you do kind of go from all to nothing or nothing to all so I think when you are together for me like it's only been one time where we've been back together Mm. in this whole like year-long period but for me having to readjust and this is kind of an exception but readjust to being with someone going from being like your own independent individual person and living your own life to then you have to think about this other person suddenly there all the time Mm. and it's just taking those big leaps and like I think I've said this before but I am very much an introvert and I need a lot of alone time so I feel like suddenly going from only having alone time to having no, none at all is a big adjustment for me
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and also I think in terms of the whole like big leap I feel like
1: sometimes there's like so much pressure like especially if you're only going to see each other for a couple of days like not really in your situation but if it's that kind of long distance relationship that you do see each other every so often but only for a few days I feel like those days mm-hmm. like there can be a lot of pressure to like spend all all that time together so then like I see how like let's say when you're boyfriend goes on his phone and you only have a really limited amount of time and he won't get off his phone and you're like oh you know what I mean like I feel like that can create tension because there's so much pressure even though like there shouldn't really be but I feel like yeah with communication and just sort of setting like realistic expectations for yourself and for another person because you can't really like control what someone else is gonna do so I think that sort of working on that and like can help
0: yeah for sure and I think I had to really do that this time when he came into visit because I was like, okay, I am just going to need some alone time because it's getting a bit intense, Mm. you know? Like, you're always there. You're always trying to get my attention. And can I just do this one thing without you interrupting (laughs) me every 30 seconds, please? Mm. You know, and you just have to be able to communicate that. But to turn into a pro, I do think... You just get really good at communicating when you're in a long distance yeah. relationship. And you have to, 100%. to be able to adapt to that kind of situation. So, yeah, it's a good way to work on your communication <laughs> skills. <laughs> Do you want to say another another con? Well, you're not having sex
1: and sort of keeping that side of the relationship <laughs> sort of going requires a lot more effort than if they were just there and you could just have sex
0: you know yeah that's definitely a con a massive con (laughs) um like you I think you just have to put in so much more effort and I think it can be a lot more draining because like I love sex I love having sex like I will never complain about having sex
1: but won't you having to then transfer
0: that I mean yeah true (laughs) But having to transfer that to... I mean, I could probably try find something to complain about if you want me to. <laughs> no, it's okay. Like carry on, carry on. Yeah, yesterday I was thinking, sorry, this is a tangent, but I was literally thinking, wow, I could literally just argue anything if I want to. Like, I can just c- complain. I just find something to say if I want to. Like, I impress myself every single time, you know. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I think having to transfer that to online is just so draining i don't find it i think it's really not authentic i find it really cringe <laughs> i just don't really like it not cringe but like it just doesn't feel natural to me and if you like transferring it online is like a lot of i don't know why i'm saying transfer it online like it's like you uni- yeah <laughs> <or something>, like. <laughs> but <laughs> i don't know just having to sext if that's something that you do or send nudes if that's something that you do and if you if those aren't things that you do then I don't know what you do. Like what do you do? You just trust that you love each other a lot. And I guess it kind of depends how big a part of sex is in your relationship when you're in person as well. Mm. But for me and like my relationship like it's kind of a big issue I think. Yeah well not issue but it's just kind of sad yeah I
1: feel like for me it would be huge because as in if I was doing if we weren't seeing each other for prolonged periods of time because to me sex is like so fundamental in a in a relationship Mm. like I feel like it's so difficult because like I know you don't like taking and sending nudes i do and like that's kind of the angle i would take because i just for the like i just could i don't well i've never done it i've never done phone sex i've never done facetime sex and like the thought of doing it makes me feel slightly sick because it's so scary (laughs) i think to me it's so much scarier and in a lot of ways you're a lot more vulnerable than if you're just having sex like in person yeah because I don't know, I think it's a lot scarier and you kind of have to put yourself out there a lot and it's not like you're having, like, immediate response. In
0: You are because yeah. you're on FaceTime, but you can't, like, read the vibe. <laughs> I don't know, and, like... Yeah, like, when you're having sex, you can, like feel affirmation in like how someone's acting and you can literally just physically feel Mm -hmm. them whereas the medium of a phone is very impersonal (laughs) and just kind of you're just looking at a screen yeah you know Uh uh-huh what is that but what does that mean do you do you have any
1: tips on making that easier or like things that you found that you've liked or that have helped you or that you respond well to uh
0: i think just not overthinking it is a big (laughs) one like you just have to like if you want to keep that side of your relationship alive that is kind of your only alternative and I think it's important to keep it alive not even if you don't actively want to do it because I think it just adds more excitement to your relationship and like not saying that this is something that I'm worried about but in the seven months where I wasn't having sex with my boyfriend, like, <laughs> I was kind of like, well, what if he just decides he's not attracted to me and, like, he sees all these other girls all the time and oh, he wants no. to fuck them instead, you know? Oh, I feel like, like oh, my God, I'd never thought of that, know that, that, that that's, Sorry. <laughs> that's not even, like, a realistic thing. Like, I don't, because I tr- I have so much trust in him and that's why I'm in a long-distance relationship. I know that he wouldn't cheat on me i mean i know people whose boyfriends cheat on them say that too but like i just know like i'm a very intuitive person and i think i would know straight away if that had happened but it's more just putting it at ease in my own mind by being like well i'm actively doing something to like prevent this becoming an anxiety in my own mind you know so Mm -hmm. like i want to keep it alive and i want it to be like he like is thinking about me and thinks that I'm attractive even when he's not seeing me you know like Mm -hmm. I don't want him to forget that I exist (laughs) in either a sexual way or like a girlfriend kind of way so (laughs) (laughs) it's just putting in that extra effort even though it can be really draining and I think if you are in a place like in COVID as well sorry I feel like I'm talking so much but like in COVID as well like I was really like not having a good time in terms of I could like obviously no one could go out but I was just not feeling like my sexiest I wasn't feeling Mm. in the mood for that kind of thing and I think if one person is really not feeling it then you also have to be able to communicate that and be like look right now it's just not a good time and I'm just not in the mood and I know a lot of couples that actually live together also felt this as well like they just weren't feeling in the mood for sex I think you just have to be able to talk about it yeah but I think you get good at that
1: I think that also, if you're kind of like me and you don't really, you're a bit embarrassed to do, like, FaceTime sex or phone sex or things like that, but you're still open to some kind of, like, sexting in some way or, like, sending photos or whatever. You can talk to your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever, and I'm sure you can come to some kind of middle where you're both comfortable and you're still sort of, like like honey said like you're able to sort of like be reassured Mm. that your significant other still finds you attractive or like and you can get sort of something from them as well
0: (laughs) i think that is also kind of a con is like if you have different love languages then that can kind of be difficult and i wouldn't recommend being in a long distance relationship if you go into it kind of knowing that you have different love languages because like I do think that me and my boyfriend actually do have different love languages so I'm kind of just chatting shit but (laughs) (laughs) like I think he needs a lot more like physical touch and I I do really like physical touch and like affection but I think quality time is my main love language so I think that kind of makes it easier for me if he's putting in the time to like talk to me and like actually Mm. have a good conversation with me whereas maybe with him it's not as easy it's like because he can't receive that in the same way so then I have to make up for like that affection in other ways too
1: yeah well I feel like if talking and understanding each other a little more like what you actually need would be a huge help because I feel like you can feel like you're giving them a lot of attention and like you're doing everything right but it's not really the like yeah it's not what they want yeah and I think also like in a sexual way as well for like doing it in a long distance like online kind of way you should talk about like what will kind of like what you will respond to and not sort of be like imposing things yeah and kind of thinking Um,
0: like oh this is what I would want so this is what I'm gonna do to them because I feel like mm. that's more for your own peace of mind and knowing oh I'm doing something rather than actually doing it for the other person and I think that's also a problem in in in-person relationships but especially in long-distance relationships (laughs) (laughs) yeah um I was gonna say a problem I have is I feel like it's really hard if the only medium you have of talking to them is through a screen you know like it kind of just reduces them to this image rather than seeing them as all these having all these different layers which you would see in person and i think that also kind of comes with how you talk like how often you talk and all of those kinds Mm -hmm. of things but seeing them through a screen is kind of difficult to put those two things together you know
1: i find like when my boyfriend's in paris and when i haven't seen him for a while i just i start to feel like he's not real and like that sounds like i'm absolutely insane and like i am mentally (laughs) ill but like (laughs) um like i it start to feel like he is like i made it up and like he's not a real person that's out there in the world like, yeah, yeah, it's no, just I this... completely get what you mean. Yeah, and I think that also happens because sometimes your lives can be so separate. And yeah. since you're not like
0: interlinked, and in that, like, you don't know the people like do you know what I mean I don't know it can make it a lot more difficult because you are just talking to them through a screen so it's not like you're seeing their whole lives or like witnessing their whole lives like you're Mm. literally just seeing these snippets so then understanding what else is going on in their life and maybe if they're in a bad mood you don't really understand it as much because you haven't experienced it with them in the way that you would when you're in person I think Mm -hmm. that means that things get lost in translation a lot and you just kind of don't really think about like I feel like when you're in person in a relationship you really are in the mindset of like okay everything that I do is kind of well at least if you're a good boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever like if you're a good partner this is how you think like things that I do are gonna affect my partner like that's just how Mm -hmm. it is I'm in a relationship that's what a relationship is it's like two individuals coming together so things that I do will naturally have an impact Whereas I don't think it's necessarily the same because they're not there. They're not physical presence to remind you of that. It's, yeah, again, the screen thing. Yeah. I think it's yeah, so for sure.
1: I think also I just thought of something that I think helps me in this whole like your lives are so separate. I think that's why I'm, I just like really want to get to know that side that I don't get to witness like in person.
0: Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
1: So I feel more
0: involved. I really, like, overcompensate because I want to feel involved and I don't want to feel left (laughs) out. But then I kind of internalize it in my own mind of, like, am I being, like, a psycho? Like, (laughs) am I being a psycho? But it's because I've never met any of his friends. And I'm like, who is this person? Like, you've literally never told me about them. Why have I never heard (laughs) about them till now, you know? So... I think it gets kind of difficult like hearing that they're spending all this time with all these random people that you've never heard of because in your mind you're like oh I've never heard of these people why are you spending time with them but you forget that they had a life before you and they had all (laughs) these other people in their life that you've (laughs) never (laughs) heard of if you haven't met them because you don't exist in the same like sphere as they do or the same sphere that they've grown up in and I think that Mm. can be kind of Difficult, and I I kind of felt for my boyfriend as well when he came here, cause it kind of must be must have been really difficult to have to come into like this completely alien environment and like meet my family and meet all my friends, mm. and I'm gonna have to do that too when I can <laughs> actually travel to America, and I'm kind of shredding it, cause I'm like, oh fuck,
1: yeah,
0: how am I gonna deal with that? But also I think it comes down to the
1: kind of person you are, because I think that all of these things are like yeah it can be seen as a con but also if you're one if you're a really independent person and you sort of enjoy this sort of like compartmentalization of your relationship and your friendships and all mm-hmm. of these things then I feel like it could work really well for you and I think yeah. if you're both that kind of person it could work really well because I think my boyfriend is kind of like that like I don't think he cares so much about these kinds of things like I don't think he finds it that difficult yeah yeah and I do, so then it's really hard to meet somewhere in the middle that isn't, like, making someone a little bit a little bit miserable, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Um, so I sure. think it is
1: about the kind of people you are and sort of how you interact together and, like, sort of how you prioritize things. And I think that's a conversation that you need to have because yeah. I think that long distance relationships can definitely work and can definitely be really great and I think would really suit some kinds of people. I just don't think that it would suit me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think like that is a big thing that I've been really thinking about recently because I think for me, when I came back to the UK and when he came to the UK, like both scenarios, I had to kind of readjust and I think I was really deeping the fact that i wasn't really quickly adjusting to all these things like oh i really miss him and oh, i don't understand his life because i'm not involved and oh everything seems really intense now that he's here because now i have no alone time but i kind of didn't really just let myself feel those things like i just overwhelmed myself with all these feelings and i think that is kind of difficult for other people who aren't in long distance relationships to understand like yeah. why it kind of seemed like it was really negative at first because it was just such an extreme change for mm-hmm. me but looking back on it i'm kind of like ah, oh, well i do think it was just me readjusting and i have a more positive outlook on it now i think and i think you just have to allow yourself to feel those things in a long distance relationship but then also not immediately voice those things because <laughs> that's just a recipe for arguments. So <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't recommend like just let yourself feel it and recognize those feelings before you kind of jump to the conclusion that everything's going wrong and like I wasted my <laughs> no time, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you have any other cons or should we um try to uh, list some pros?
0: The last thing I was just going to say is, like, it can be really expensive. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, depending how often you travel, how far you have to travel. I mean, I know flights from the UK to America are extortionate. but And my boyfriend is really finding that (laughs) out now. (laughs) Not that pleased about it, but... (laughs) yeah i would say that is a big problem so maybe long distance relationships aren't really that accessible to everyone and to everyone who can't afford to visit their significant other like often and you have to deal with that like i feel for you so much because now i've dealt with that and i really don't ever want to have to do that again so
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah also like so much time like imagine you live so far away all those flights you know <laughs> yeah so um much another time. thing for time actually honey i wanted to ask if you can sort of talk about time difference and like how mm. it whether that's like super shit or like whether there's any benefits to it and like how you go around like making it better or whatever
0: Yeah okay well I'll start with the benefits like the one benefit I can really think of is it kind of does mean that I do have my like alone time and like I have my independence in the times of the day where like he's asleep which is (laughs) kind of sad like I'd want to be able to talk to him but it means like I can kind of get my day started without like having to think about Calling and like we kind of have a routine mm-hmm. in place for when we call, so I feel like that is a good tip to have. Oh, yeah. Can you, you give someone Oh yeah, times? Yeah. Mm. Like, just don't set time, don't like wait for someone to call you, like, kind of say, when you're going to be free like the times that i get annoyed about it is if he doesn't tell me like he can't talk at the time that we usually talk or he doesn't tell me oh i'm not going to be free at this point so can we call earlier you know like i just need that communication so then i'm not like waiting around all day Mm -hmm. to talk to him and like waiting up hours and hours at night before i can talk to him you know
1: yeah 100 i i would say um how i sort of do this is like before i know we're gonna be apart i like like to have a conversation about how much communication we're gonna expect from each other because Mm. i feel like if you don't talk about it at all one person could be like oh i want to talk every day on the phone all day and then the other person is more thinking like oh i'll call you every few days and then that can cause a lot of like arguments and disappointment and like shit so i think if you just talk about it before you sort of meet in the middle like let's say one person's like i want to call twice a day every day and then the other one's like oh i don't know about that like i'm busy blah 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 Then just be like okay fine should we just aim to talk every other day it doesn't matter if we can't text if we can't like i don't know set like those boundaries of like what lines can be crossed as in like can you just miss a call and then like do you know what i mean like just set those boundaries and like quote-unquote rules but it's not really rules it's just like what you expect from the other person while in terms of talking and like how much you're gonna talk anyway but carry
0: on yeah because i think like at the start (laughs) me and my boyfriend we really we both said we kind of want to talk every day and we both were agreeing on that side of things but then obviously as time goes on you kind of realize oh we both have our own lives we have a lot going on so then there are just some days where you can't talk you know Mm. and i feel like not getting super annoyed about that is also important. Like you just kind of have to realize it's not something that has to happen every day. It's nice to have that. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, it's not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. But I think that's a good segue (laughs) in that a very positive thing about long distance relationships is that you really learn to value the other person's time and individuality and independence and you value the time that you spend with them that you actually get to spend with them in person Mm -hmm. a lot more like I think there's a value in not seeing someone all the time and like missing Uh them
1: yeah for sure I think you sort of learn in missing someone you kind of like learn how much you actually care about them and like how much you actually just like spending time with them and yeah all of those things you learn a
0: lot about yourself and Mm -hmm. the other person too like it is more just two individuals coming together rather than this petri dish for codependence to breed, <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i think for me it's
1: good to have like these uh times apart and like now that we're not going to live together so it's not like even going to be that huge stuck difference every time and we're not in mm. each other's space anymore like it's really good for people that have like codependency tendencies <laughs> Yeah,
0: sure. which is me
1: so <laughs> it helps me yeah
0: and i think you get to know them in a different way too like you you don't just know them as they are every day like you kind of get used to how someone is in their day-to-day life you kind of get to know what they're like over the phone you know how good they are verbal communication outside of nonverbal communication face to face i think you learn to have good conversations over the phone and then mm. you can transfer that to in person as well. Like it's not just that lust and like physical affection. You kind of have to make up for it in other yeah. ways.
1: I also think that it makes you better at having friends and like, <laughs> as in, it makes yeah. you better at offloading your problems to other people and like kind of dispersing yeah. your time and managing your time um, with other people and not and and not just like having that one person that you on on uh, offload everything onto.
0: Yeah, you really, like, realise how many people you have around you and then that kind of just enriches everything about the relationship as well mm. that you kind of get to introduce your significant other to all these other people too when they come and it's kind of all these really authentic relationships like coming together.
1: Yeah, I have a question. Uh, do you have any advice for, like, people that have issues with trust because I feel like we don't really have trust issues but what if you are like put in a situation where you have to be long distance and you are a little bit more like weary (sighs) with trust and you're jealous. I would
0: really warn against getting into a long distance relationship if you know that you have issues with trust because i don't want for someone to get into a relationship and have all these unanswered questions in their mind about what the other person's life is like and what the other person is doing all the time because i feel like that just really aggravates it and even for someone who like has anxiety about certain things i can find that really difficult and i get all these like intrusive thoughts sometimes like Mm, oh he's sitting on me but then i just have to like i'm like no he's not like that's just my mind playing games on me and i just have to push it out of the way but i think if you really do have issues with trusting someone firstly you should really look at why you're in that relationship in the first place and maybe don't put Mm. all that distance between you because i think it's only gonna make it
1: worse yeah like
0: not being involved in their life, even if it's in the slightest ways, like you don't know what they're doing at certain times of the day or like they don't reply to you at a time that they would usually reply to you. Like, I think that can just really cause a lot of problems and it's not pleasant for either person. It's not pleasant to argue over the phone. It's just not, it gets way out of hand, like way further out of hand than it should have to and needs to. So, yeah. I think
1: know yourself and know what be realistic about what you can handle and sometimes love just isn't enough and that doesn't mean that you did that like that love wasn't real and that you don't love that person a lot but sometimes it just isn't enough and if it's really making you kind of miserable then sometimes I think you have to understand that you have to let it go and obviously it's so much easier said than done and I'm haven't been in that position but um I give you all strength to let it go guys
0: (laughs) yeah and trust is like trust isn't just something extra that's added to the relationship it's an integral part of making a relationship Mm. work so you Mm -hmm. kind of need to work on that before you can then put distance between you yeah I would say um any more positives oh you have really good sex when you see them oh yeah like that sex is on another level
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean to be honest like is it really even that much of a pro because it's just kind of like balancing the fact that you haven't had sex for months (laughs) yeah true
0: but it's still good it's still just so good yeah true the best sex
1: is like when when we haven't seen each other in a while and then we literally just have sex like all day it's so fun
0: yeah and the last thing that i wanted to say is that like I feel like when you've been in a long distance relationship, you really feel like you can just get through anything. Like mm. you can solve that shit over the phone. <laughs> like, you will get there eventually. You can solve whatever you want. So anything that happens in person, like you can get through it. Baby. You're invincible, you're baby. Yeah, you're good <laughs> to go. You're bonded in a really different way, I think. Like it's just mm. a weird way it's a different way but it doesn't make any less valuable and I think to all the people who said no in the poll like yeah obviously I completely get you I never would have thought I would be in a long distance relationship but if the situation arises where you kind of have to be in one don't completely write it off because I think you can make it work and you it's kind of rewarding as well to like know that you can do it and you know like you can get through stuff by yourself and you can help someone get through it in a relationship over the phone or like however you get through it in a long distance relationship so mm-hmm. i think it's 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 cute and everyone in one like i feel you baby i really feel for you <laughs> <laughs> it's so difficult sometimes but you know we like there are also very good moments too so just like any normal relationship
1: yes Well, to anyone in a long-distance relationship, I wish you the best of luck and
0: I'm really excited for you guys to see each other. (laughs) Yes, me too. I really hope that you guys listen to this and maybe think a little bit differently about long-distance relationships or you're in a long-distance relationship already and you listen to this and you're like, oh, thank God it's not just me. Like, I feel so seen and yeah. You just feel like, oh, it's not just me, and you're happy that we feel the same. So, yeah. But as always, thank you for listening. We hope we will see you next week. You can follow us on Instagram. In the meantime, we post illustrations for every episode on instagram and we also post all the information for our segments a little bit of behind the scenes a little bit of teasing for the next episode everything you could possibly want or you can follow our facebook page you can email us sextrustpodcast at gmail.com and please please subscribe leave us a review let us know what you think you can also dm us or email us if you have any feedback or things that you want to see and yeah we will see you next tuesday bye
1: been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodetiyi. Produced by Mabel Productions.